get proper understanding of life through the word of God, my people perish for lack of knowledge. The word of God is an illumination which gives direction. Remain blessed as Reverend Osfawenu illuminates your mind with the word of God with all simplicity and clarity. On the individual or personal example of Joseph, the hated brother who was sold to Egypt, who eventually became the prime minister. And we draw a few number of helpful conclusions that should be of help to us in the management of our destiny, in the pursuit of purpose in life. One, we said, it is dangerous to arise without light. Isaiah 61 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. But you don't arise and start to shine when you don't have a sense of divine guidance. So it is dangerous to arise without light because you will grow in darkness. I pray that the light of the word of God for proper guidance will shine on your path as you journey in destiny. In the name of Jesus. Then we also said that much more, it is dangerous to follow another man's light. Dangerous to follow another man's light. We compare the butler that had a dream. And by the reason of that dream, he was released from prison and he was restored to his position. And uh, Joseph, who interpreted the dream for him, pleaded with him that remember me when you are out of this place. But we get to take note that that man forgot about him. And it was not just for weeks or for months. The scriptures in Genesis chapter 41 verse 1 led us to the fact that Joseph stayed extra two years in prison. And uh, we thank God that he stayed those two years because it was after those two years that the king now dreamt a dream that Joseph interpreted which also now led to his elevation. Praise the name of the Lord. And we said that had it been that the butler had remembered him earlier than those two full years, he may not eventually fulfill his destiny. And so the concept of the fullness of time was seriously emphasized that you will be merely fooling yourself if you will not wait for the fullness of time. But it takes grace to wait for the fullness of time. As many of you that are marking time simply because the concept or the mystery of fullness of time is at work in your situation, may you receive that grace to endure until your season of enjoyment will arrive in the name of Jesus. So it came to pass at the end of two full years, that's Genesis 41 verse 1, that Pharaoh dreamed and behold he stood by the river and it was that dream that Joseph now interpreted, okay, he did not walk in the light of the revelation 
of the butler that came two years earlier. He walked in his own life. He waited for his own life. So we're saying that it's dangerous to rise without light, but you don't just find any light around and walk by it. Walk by your own light. For it is much more dangerous to follow another man's light because the light of another man may not be pointing in the direction of your own destiny mandate. It may not be pointing in the direction of your own destiny purpose. I pray in the name of Jesus. The touch by which you are going to operate your destiny and fulfill your destiny mandate, your destiny purpose, may you receive it as you hear the word of God, as you study the word of God, as you commune with God in the name of Jesus. So, essentially we're saying it is dangerous to pursue destiny without a definite sense of divine guidance. That's the summary of it all. Very dangerous, not proper at all. It's a spiritual risk that I don't advise anybody to take that you will pursue destiny without a definite sense of divine guidance. You must have that definite sense of divine guidance that God sent me. You must have that sense of divine guidance that in this thing that I have laid my hand on, God is with me. In this thing that I have laid my hand on, God is involved. Is involved. Now, the problem with many of us is that we inform God, but we don't uh, get so careful enough to involve him. Hello? So, God knows about it. You inform him as you pray. Okay? But you just jump out without getting him to go with you. Moses, while leading the people of Israel through the wilderness, there was a time that it looked very ripe for him to keep moving and there won't be any hindrance. But he said to God, I will not move except you move with us. Praise the name of the Lord. So, don't just inform God. Always involve him. Is somebody hearing me? So, it's too dangerous for any man to take that risk of pursuing destiny, pursuing purpose in life without definite sense of divine guidance. So, until you receive your own light and you walk in it, you are only joking away your destiny. Until you receive your own light and you walk in it, you are simply joking away your destiny. May this word provoke somebody to get serious with destiny business in the name of Jesus. Now, that was the summary of what we learned from the example of Joseph. Now, we want to round up today if we have the speed be able to do so looking at the Christian example of our Lord Jesus Christ. The example of our Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 4. We're going to take the reading from verse 13 to 22 where we find the manuscript of the earthly ministry of Jesus. The manuscript of the earthly ministry of Jesus. Verse 30. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, 
he departed from him for his season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eye of all them that were in, in the synagogue were fasting on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now, what is written concerning you in the scripture? May you locate it. May it find fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Two customs of Jesus, regularly he will go to the temple. And when he gets into the temple, okay, he identifies with what they are doing in the temple. They gave him the scroll. And he read it. And all bear in witness and wonder at the gracious word which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? You can't, you can't stop being ordinary until there is a discovery of your purpose in life and you're working in it. Hello? So, here we discover that Jesus, by revelation, found what was written concerning him in the scriptures. And I want, to, I want you to know and note it very seriously that the things written about Jesus are not the only things available in the Bible. Hello? The things written about Jesus are not the only things Written in the Bible. How come it was that which was written about him that he found and read? Hello? So, why reading the scripture that were handed over to him? He did not open to anywhere else, but went straight to read what was personal to his divine destiny mandate. Over the years, you have been reading scriptures. So many of you are reading scriptures to find fault. Hello? So, Jesus did not pray by what was written about anyone else. There were things written about Judas in the Bible and many other people. What was it that was written about Judas? Is that there will be a man 
who will lose his disturbing. A man who will betray his master. But that day, when Jesus was to set out to pursue his ministry in life, where he read was that portion that concerned his ministry mandate. In other words, Jesus discovered the light that was written concerning him in the form of book that he will set the captives free. Psalm 40, verse 6, 7 and 8 says, Sacrifice and offering thou did not desire. Either the synagogue or the temple, the common thing they go there to do is to offer sacrifice. Are we together? So when Jesus got into the temple, he did not just join the queue of what everybody is doing. He didn't get himself involved with the usual, the normal sacrifice thing that they were doing there. You know, it was in the same time of Jesus Christ that some people were going into the temple to be doing forex. Uh, like people also come to church today and they are busy with their phone and what are they doing? They are doing online Ponzi scheme. Or which one is the common one that you do today? Huh? Bitcoin. Because I must, at so, so, so time, I must watch it. And so they are not interested in what is going on in church. It doesn't start today. Even in the days of the Lord Jesus Christ, money changers. They were busy doing all of that in the temple. So it's very possible that this day, when Jesus got to the temple and the business he was defaced in the temple was reading the scripture and locating what was really concerning his destiny. There was the money changers, maybe at the entrance of the synagogue and in some other temple, they were there selling ram and selling goods that would be used for sacrifice. But already there is something written in the Psalms that a man will be born that his own activity in the temple will have nothing to do with sacrifices. Sacrifice and offering thou did not desire. My ears as thou open. May the Lord open your ears. To hear exactly what is the purpose of God for your life. What is the purpose of God for your destiny. A lot of people come. Okay, they are just sitting there. They are not hearing Burnt offering and same offering as thou not require. Then said, I low, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. In spite of the fact that things that were written about other men were also in the Bible. In Luke chapter. Jesus did not open to read or operate by what was written concerning order. He located that place, okay, of what was written concerning him and he ran by that revelation. So I have this good news for every one of you. The things written about Jesus are not the only thing available in the Bible that is personal to individual destiny. Because what Jesus read here 
were things that were personal to his destiny as an individual. And the good news is that as we go and survey the scripture, as we provide through the scripture, you will discover that the things written about Jesus are not the only things available in the Bible which are personal to individual destiny. May you discover from the scripture that which is personal to your destiny fulfillment. In the name of Jesus Christ, I give you an example of Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. It has already been prophesied and written in the scroll, written in the scriptures, that behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a child. Are we together? And Mary fulfilled that. King Josiah, there was already a prophecy that the king will reign and bring about revival. So, King Josiah fulfilled what was prophesied and written that a king will reign that will bring revival to the land. It was written in the scripture about a Gentile king called Cyrus who will help the people of Israel to rest and restore their human dignity and also assist them to build, build the temple. Cyrus fulfilled what was written concerning his godly, though a Gentile. Are we together? So, the things written about you too are contained therein in the scripture. So, until you find that light, It doesn't mean that uh, your name will be written and attached to it. But a, as you start the scripture, a light will come. And you will discover that, okay, this is the principle by which I should run my destiny. This is the purpose that I should pursue in life. This is the consecration that I should maintain in life. So, relate with the scripture until you find that aspect or those aspects that become personal to you. Are we together? So, the things written about you too are also contained there in the scripture. And until you find that light, you cannot arise. And if you arise, you have no light to shine. I have told you my personal example several I did not practice in any of the many fields available in biochemistry, which of course was what I primarily studied in the university. Why? Because sometimes in 1997, a scripture came alive to me, 2 Corinthians 8, 18. You are a brother whose praise is in the gospel. And to the glory of God's name, I'll preach this gospel. If Jesus had not come, until I lay my sword down, at a very ripe old age in the mighty name of Jesus. So when you talk about success and failure, they are directly connected to what you do or what you refuse to do with the word of God. When you talk about eternity with God or eternity of bliss with God or eternity of suffering in hell, they are directly connected with what you do or what you fail to do with the word of God. 
So concerning the heartly destiny of a man and the eternal destiny of a man, the word of God cannot be pushed aside. The word of God cannot be pushed to the background. So what is called failure is therefore not limited to those that are doing nothing. Or those who could not find something productive to do. Which means that you can find people who have found something to do and that which they are doing is something that is productive for others. Yet they still fail. In fact, the greatest number of failures are found among those that are doing the wrong thing with the greatest zeal. The greatest number of failures are found among those that are doing the wrong things with the greatest zeal. I told you of a friend of mine who once said, and I agree with him perfectly, that is so, the devil make people to be so zealous, committing their emotion, committing their passion, committing their energy, committing their intellect, committing their usefulness, doing things that are not related to the fulfillment of their glorious destiny. So much energy being expended, but not actually being invested, but being wasted. I pray that somebody will be delivered from destiny wastage this morning. In the name of Jesus. And for what reason? The reason is that they are not working in their own life. They are committed to working in another man's life. They are committed to following after unprofitable ventures. So, the busiest people you can find around are among the people that have no focus in life. Check it. The busiest people you can find around are among the people that have no focus in life. They are busy here and there. They are auntie, they are here ask them why were you not in church I am busy they are busy but they are not in any serious business they are busy but they are not in any profitable business because what you are busy over and is not bringing profit is not a good business Am I talking to somebody? So, you'll find the busiest people among the people that have no focus in life. But people that have focus in life, you will just discover that they will do little that is serious and they will have great results. They will have good results. They will have better results. But people that don't have focus because they are yet to receive the light by which they will manage their destiny. They will do so much and produce zero or little result. So, success is not therefore tied to how busy you are on the street. Success is not tied to how busy you are on the street. Is somebody hearing that? 
But how effective you can use the strength, how effective you can use the idea you gain in the secret place to promote your business or activity on the street. So what is this secret driving your street activity? Hello? Or you are just using the open philosophy that everybody is parading on the street. So for you to be outstanding in life, for you to be outstanding in destiny, there must be a secret driving your street activity. Am I talking to somebody? The example of our Lord Jesus Christ that we are looking at, he left everybody, went into the wilderness. He returned from the wilderness where he was alone with God. Where did we find him? In the temple. Where he discovered his crew before he now set out to the street. And after that experience of the wilderness and of the temple where he discovered what was written and he read it to the hearings of the people. The next thing we're hearing about him were the miracles that were happening on the street. Jesus did not start on the street. I mean, he didn't start on the street. He started in the secret place. But many of us neglect the secret place. We want to start on the street. So, if you don't get it right in the secret place, you certainly cannot do it right on the street. If you are of age, you are no longer a toddler. And they still have to be propelling you to pray. You don't get you don't get big palabao. Hello. Papala wala lonio. Okay. If they don't remind you to pray, you will never pray. You are, you are already married, a mother, a father. So, the actual principalities and powers some people need to be delivered from may not be the demons that they easily implicate, but the actual demons that they really need to deal with will be the demon of that common mistake they make on daily basis in the area of how they order their priorities. Why? Because anybody that does not have a secret place where he's receiving divine guidance to order his steps, one of the negative characteristics of such a person is misplaced priority. What do I call it? They will major or minor and minor or major. Things of no significance to their destiny are the things that they will be investing their energy on. We may think this is a very small issue, but friend, it's a big one. Jesus himself saw it as the biggest issue. And for that reason, he made this profound statement in Mark 6, verse 3. Seek the first kingdom of God 
and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What was he saying? Put your priority right. Hold the right perspective about life. Know how to sequence your life in such a way that you don't make secondary things primary vocation. Don't preoccupy yourself with secondary things as if they are the most important. As it applies to the working class, so it applies to the students. Students that will have been able to come out with first class, they have that capacity. But misplacement of priority make them to waste their time on campus and they end up coming out with the class. So I said, That you'll find the greatest number of failure among the beasties that are not focused. The greatest number of failure are found among the beasties that are what? That are not focused. Psalm 127 says, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for so he giveth his beloved. We found example of this. Another example of this. When Jesus visited the home of Lazarus. Lazarus, his friend, that died for four days and Jesus uh, raised him from dead. One day he was visiting that family. You know, in that family there were two sisters. Mary and Martha. During that visit, Martha was the busiest. But the question is, busy doing what? Busy doing what is necessary but not primary. Hello? Busy doing what is necessary but not what? Primary. Doing what you think was nationally and socially the best. So, nationally speaking, socially speaking, what Martha was doing okay, can be judged as what? The best. But of course, for that occasion, for that instance, for that VC, it was what was spiritually designed and described by Jesus as being less than the best. So, rather than Jesus pressing her for her concern and cares, her going up and down, it was Mary that was doing what to be considered as nothing or what to be considered as least that was a judge to have chosen the best. I remember growing up <laughs> as youth in the church. When Sunday school is going on like this, or service is going on like this, if you there, you find some brothers who are gifted in technical activities. They will not be going all and down. And the question is, this was what was supposed to have come to church on a Saturday evening and finished. So, 
and old people in the church, it was a local assembly of old people. Who relate does not also understand the gravity of coming to the presence of God to hear the word of God. They will be praising them. Ah, well done. Ah, our youth are trying. The Bible said, Los okay. No, no, so do. When they were supposed to sit down and hear the word of God. So, that was the situation with Martha that day. She was busy up and down. Okay? She was the busiest, but the least appreciated by Jesus. Luke 10, 38 to 42. Now it came to pass as they went that Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was kumba about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone. But be that therefore that she helped me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, how many times did I call you? Martha said, Martha. <laughs> Hello. Twice. Then Jesus followed up with this statement. Thou art careful and troubled about many things. The busiest. Okay? But the least. Okay? On the list of achievers. Busiest, but they, are, they occupy the bottom line. In the hall of fame of achievers, if they ever made it at all. Mata, Mata, Emelu Mukwio, only a midi, only Arabian, you won't say a ninja. But one thing is needful. That one thing that is needful, okay, is what Mata was not doing. And was even asking that Jesus should quit her sister from focusing on it. Many of you, you want to start on the feed. Okay, when you have never experienced okay, the lessons and the teaching or imbibe the lesson and the teaching that you should take at the feet. Don't start your destiny on the feet. Start it at the feet of Jesus. Don't embark on what you have not gotten the approval of God for. Don't embark on an assignment you are yet to be sure that God will be willing to be involved. You know, I started by telling you that where you want to pursue destiny, don't just inform God about what you want to do, involve Him. But one thing is needful, and Mary has touching that good path, which shall not be taken away from her. And someone said, and I cannot agree less, overactivity does not connote productivity. You want to do this, you want to do that. There was the story of a particular, a particular king 
who was not focused as he ought to be focused. And he led the enemy is to conquer, to escape. And then the prophet was sent to him. And then while I was busy here and there, busy here, busy here and there, he was condemned for being busy here and there to the extent that uh, what he was supposed to hold on to, he lose it. May you not lose your destiny. May you not lose your focus. May you not lose your purpose. May you not lose your reward. May you not lose the heart you ought to attain in life. But if you will not lose it, be focused. Let somebody be focused. As it applies to the generality of the people, so also it applies to the men of God. And I have come to discover that the most delicate stage of Christian living, particularly for those of us in ministry, is to be heavily anointed in the power of the Holy Spirit when you are still shallow rooted in the Word of God. To be able to function in gifts in an outstanding manner when you are yet to be deeply rooted in the word of God. Why? The devil will see that exact that anointing to fulfill his own purpose. And I observe also that not every minister, every minister misbehaving on the pulpit are diabolical. But because they are not focused, but because they are not walking by the light of the scripture, because they are not biblical in their approach, because they are not well grounded in the word of God, they are misbehaving. The same principle the devil tried on Jesus. Remember when Jesus was in the secret place before he moved to the street. The reason Jesus could conquer on the street was because he first conquered in the secret. So when Jesus was in the secret place, the devil came and he encouraged him into using the power that he did not give him to turn stone to bread. Who gave Jesus the power? Who was who first showed up to take advantage of the power? So if eventually Jesus comes on the street and is performing magic, who will be glorified? Who, who will fail his destiny mandate? Is somebody hearing God? If Jesus had listened to the devil, that genuine power he got from, from the price he paid in the wilderness, the devil will have hijacked it to his own advantage and to the disadvantage of Jesus who will eventually do something else with the power of God, different from his own destiny mandate. That talent God has given you, that charisma God has given you, that anointing God has given you, that skill God has given you, who is taking advantage of it? 
Is God being glorified by it? Is your destiny being fulfilled by it? These are the issues you should take to the secret place of prayer and sort things out and you'll see your destiny taking a new leaf of glory. Luke 4. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jonah and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Spirit led him into the wilderness. But Satan wants to lead, me, lead him out of the wilderness. When the fullness of time came for him to leave the wilderness, okay, the, the labor of the Holy Spirit over Jesus, the devil wanted to reap the reward. Hello. Wala te mo se lori di alaye Jesu, Jesu fe kore re. Mo gbadura wala te mo se lori aye re, Jesu ni je ire e. Do you know the Holy Spirit is laboring over us? Romans 8 says there is a time and there are even issues of life over which we don't even know what to pray and how to pray. But the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Now, after those that now labor, the devil will now come up and begin to direct you because you are not glued to the word of God to know how to use your talent, to know how to use your gift, to know how to use your anointing by talking to somebody. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, was led by Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. Not only that, the Holy Spirit labor on Jesus. Jesus Himself suffered Himself. Hello, denied Himself. Sack. Can you say what I told you? Ba we, ba dura, ogoji osan, ogoji oru, lati ba agbara, owa ba agbara tan esufekberi. And in those days, he did hit nothing. And when they were handed, he had towered hunger. And the devil said unto him, uh -uh. Are you not aware? Are you not conscious that Agbara today? Are you not aware? No money pay. You not aware? If that be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Now, if that stone became bread, by which power? Not devil's power. By God's power. But at devil's instruction. And that's why I said you have ministers on the pulpit today who are not diabolical, but they are not biblical. Hello, one look at Barra is so. I got a lot, no one wants to kill you. Only one look, no one look at Barra Lonu, Nila, no Lonu. They are not using the power of God according to God's precepts. The only thing labor on them, they also labor by themselves. And power came, anointing came. They went to Bible school, they developed themselves. They went to the secret place. They prayed until they prayed through. And we together. But because they are not glued to walk in the light of the scripture, they end up using the power of God to do the work of the devil. 
They end up using the power of God to obey the devil. And Jesus and as I'm saying, it is real thing. The only way to curb the tendency to misbehave on the pulpit is to be well-rooted, well-grounded in the word of God. Jesus answered him, I won't, <laughs> I have heard you, but what you are saying is contrary to what is written. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So, differently poor, the devil wants Jesus to shine using his own light. The devil brought another light. Okay? And wanted Jesus to use that light to see. May you not see by the light of the devil. May you not see by the light of those that are affecting the scripture. Many of you are wonderful people. You love Jesus. Are we together? But you are seen by the light of pervasive people who are perverting the scripture that you have adopted as mentor. Somebody hearing God this morning. There's a cry, there's an agony in my heart. I can see your sincerity that you really love the Lord. You want to serve the Lord. You want to make evil. You want to do exploits for God. But you are not using your own light. You are using the light of perversive people. Just as the devil came and wanted Jesus to work in his own light. The light of the devil is to turn stone to bread. But the right light by which Jesus answered me was that man shall not live. By what? By bread alone. Genuine people who are merchandising the gospel, if they will receive this message, you will see a change. So, the devil knew that Jesus was to have to go into the temple to receive, to read, and fulfill what was written concerning him. He therefore attempted to divert him to the peak of the mountain and to the pinnacle of the temple. Hello? You know, after the wilderness experience, where Jesus was to go was what? Where he went to. He went into the temple where the scrolls were delivered to him. And where he found what was written concerning him. Okay, according to Isaiah 63, I guess, or 53. Are we together? But ahead of that time, the devil quickly jumped in. Okay, I said, oh, to the top of the mountain. Oh, to the pinnacle of the temple. When he was supposed to go into the temple, the devil will not hijack your destiny and control it. So, the devil knew that Jesus was to afterward go into the temple. After that wilderness experience, after the fasting and prayer, go into the temple to receive to read, and
and to fulfill what was written concerning him. So he attempted, therefore, to divert him to the peak of the mountain and to the pinnacle of the temple. Luke chapter 4, verse 5 and 9. And therefore, taking him up into an high mountain. You know, not a, he, didn't, he didn't take him into the valley. An high mountain. Who will not want to be on the mountain where everybody will see? Hello? I remember years back. <laughs> I think we just got married there. And uh, the brother and my wife boarded the same cab, I guess. I said, which church are you attending? And my wife mentioned the name. But the name did not ring a uh, bell. I looked at my wife and said, ah, somebody who, who looked as beautiful as you are, there's a class of church your type should be attending. Imagine, you will follow your own one at Telesere. This shop we are calling church, let us stop it and begin to attend one of those notable churches. I'm not saying it's wrong to attend a notable church. But if that's not where your bread is, you will see hunger. Are we together? And the devil take him into an high mountain, saying to him all the kingdom of the world in a moment of time. Yes, he will take you there. You will see fleet of car parked. You will join them and you will not be able to buy a bicycle. Am I talking to somebody? But you will be in the corner. Are you together? And the people who are on the street will be your servant. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence, okay? Die before you have the opportunity to enter the temple. Jesus was well rooted in the word of God. Jesus said to him, So Jesus refused to be distracted. He headed for the synagogue. Hello. Time will fail me to go into highlighting for you the difference between the temple and the synagogue. The synagogue is a sub-temple. Hello. Using a contemporary language, you can you can you can you you can Call it our self fellowship. Are we together? Any, any, any time, any time the, the Jews, okay, they are in a territory where there is a distance between them and the and the temple. They build a small, like a private thing or a small unit they call the synagogue. Hello. The man who was supposed to be going, who was supposed to, I mean, the devil took him to the pinnacle of the, of the temple. But we are as where Jesus will get the scroll that will help him is where? Synagogue. Hello. Don't because of the temple, where your blessings not reside, despise the synagogue, where your destiny will be fulfilled. 
Luke 4, 14 to 31. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught there, he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of the Lord. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. We are in Nazareth. For the devil wanted to take him to the temple in Jerusalem. Nazareth, a despised place. Nazareth, a small city. Nazareth, a land of no reputable people. That was where Jesus went. And a scroll was given to him and he discovered the mandate of his glorious ministry. But before he will move in that direction, the devil came, wanted to hijack him, he took him to the pinnacle of the temple in Jerusalem. It's the golden city on the mountain. Hello? Instead of the despised town, the despised village of Nazareth. And there was given unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say, Father, help me to locate my synagogue. I must not mistake the temple where my blessing is not as my synagogue. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had taught me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to preach the to the captive, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the heart of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. So, the great and phenomenal ministry of Jesus that is now global. Started where? Nazareth. <laughs> Hello? Nazareth. And that was why immediately he now got into the street. Somebody said, uh, anything good come out of Nazareth. And he began to say unto them, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. May you come to that level where you will discover that scripture. That will be fulfilled concerning your destiny. Rise up. Say, Oh Lord, deliver me from operating by demonic dictates. When I talk to the Lord, Lord, deliver me from operating by demonic dictates. Jesus was almost deceived to operate by demonic dictates, and he will have missed it. Say, Father, I want to hear you call him. Say, Father, call him Father. By your power, deliver me from operating by demonic dictates. We are crying to God in the name of Jesus. You will not mistake deception as reception.
You will not waste your emotion, your passion, your resources, your talent, your anointing, your skill on what lucrative but actually is destructive. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. It's been four weeks looking at that subject. The light of destiny fulfillment. And here is my final pastoral concept. Walk by your own light. And not according to demon-inspired light. What do I say? Walk by your own light. And not according to demon you can emulate another man's passion. But it's wrong for you to copy another man's vision. You can emulate another man's passion. The way the man is committed, the way the man is putting his energy, you can emulate that, but not his vision. Run your own vision. Okay? If somebody is more passionately committed than you, emulate that. But don't walk by another man's light. The Lord bless you. Cause his face to shine over you. Give you grace and increase in all that you do. In Jesus' name. Sister Anna, come on.